All right, Coach, we are live. Are you ready to kick this thing off? Absolutely. Man, let's do it. This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 Is that right? My man, what to do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, I have the transformational success coach, Mrs. Olivia Cook. How you doing tonight, Coach Cook? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on today. It's really an honor. Look, it is my pleasure. Um, you know, like I say, it's coming down to the end of the week. People are still busy. So I thank you for coming on, taking a few minutes out the busy schedule to show us some love and teach us something. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. So before we jump into things, I always like to take time out uh, because, you know, it's been crazy and kind of do that wellness check. So how are you um, and how have you been doing since this pandemic? I am so blessed and highly favored. I'm not even going to lie. I, um, you know, the winter time is always really hard for me mm-hmm. because I hate the cold. Um, the pandemic being away from family, um, that kind of sucked. But overall, like I've, I've come out of that, that season yeah. and I, I'm, I'm in such a good place. Um, not, not even the things in the news can distort my happiness. And if you watch it, um, what they say, you got to watch what you eat or what you say, watch your diet and not just now what you eat. Um, so like I, as I look at the news, you know, we have those conversations at work and people will kind of let them, you know, let it take you. So I, I commend you for that of kind of just, hey, watching that thing. <laughs> so tonight is all about self sabotage mm-hmm. what we could be doing to ourselves that adversely affects us as business owners um so behaviors from what i was doing when i researched uh and i'll just give the definition self-sabotaging is when it creates problems in your daily life and it interferes with your long-standing goals do you agree with that or do you have anything to add on to that definition as we set the tone for tonight i absolutely believe in that um I want to just also add that it is um, the habits that we have. We tend to call these habits addictions, but but that's some stigma to it. So these habits that don't serve us, that we do on a daily basis that we don't even realize, um, that that is one of the biggest things people do to self-sabotage themselves. And, and as we talk about that, I like for people to understand, because these days it's all about that connection, about that empathy. And so as we jump into that for tonight, can you give us a little bit of background about you uh, and your work, even in this coaching arena with uh, self-sabotage? Absolutely. So I am a transformational success coach. I help female entrepreneurs and content creators um, organize their lives, be more productive and get their mindsets right and use their menstrual cycles to their benefits. I help them increase their income, decrease their stress levels, and finally enjoy this success journey. You know, we're constantly on this rat race. I try to get people off the rat race and really into the sense that they get to create the life that they want. And they need to really identify what they like on 
the simplest levels and then really create it. Understand that they need to be strong enough to handle what life comes and throws them because it's not going to ever be easier. You just have to get better. So we really test that resiliency muscle and we push through. We have some deep, dark conversations because I am that person to do that. But we we have amazing breakthroughs. Man, you you touched it when you say we, we test the resiliency muscle, uh, you know, because that framework uh, says, uh, I mean, that mindset when a muscle, the more you work it, the stronger it gets, the better it gets. Right. So just awesome. And even even just the, the paradigm shift it takes to even be in that mindset. Um, now, this is my Achilles. So I, I am looking forward to what you say about this. As I go through the website, one way of sabotaging is overworking. Mm -hmm. My God. How is this self-sabotaging? Um, and when you're working with your clients, how do you get them to understand that what that behavior does to them you know i actually i did a podcast with someone and it it proposed this one question that made me ask an even deeper question and it really is what is enough because a lot of times the people that i work with they can never get enough done so let's identify okay well what is enough work and also like that overworking tends to be an avoidance mechanism to not deal with the current problem moment so that's an also another addiction that people have is an avoidance addiction so we seem like okay well um i I could be spending time with my family. We also ask what the why is, you know? Why did you start doing this? Is it not that somebody else could do this for you? Do you have to be the one doing this? Mm. Will it still be there for you? It will, it, it, it will. Look, <laughs> look, could be a little bit of voice on that, huh? Just over overworking yourself. And, and like you said, wow. I, I agree with you. But the thing is, um, I don't know, Coach, these days we think the more I work, you know, you got that uh, 25, 8. I remember doing a clip on that uh, where it said, oh, yeah, I'm a grind. I'm going to work 25, 8. But the lady said, well, if Jesus took a day off, what makes you so special? You know, but but like you say, it'll still be there. So then how do you begin to, to make that mindset shift? Like at least one action you would tell someone to put into play. Uh, to begin to pull back from overworking. I'm going to propose this to you. What it takes to get there is what it takes to maintain it. Do you want to be doing what you're doing all the time to maintain that level of where you're getting? Mm. Uh, um, no. Okay, then. So, th so then something has to change. Yeah. Something has to shift. Because you. it's so important to start living the life you want to in the moment. Whew. Doing the things that you want to do in the moment. What do you what like? What are you doing all for? Mm -hmm. We don't. We weren't just born to work. Okay. Hey. If we're, if we have a gift, and we're giving, and we're we we can't give from an empty cup. And the people that I genuinely work with are women that are always giving and doing for other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I myself, I am active in my community. I'm active in my church. I volunteer with an overnight warming center um, at least once a week. Um, I'm constantly like just going out and helping people, you know, providing my services for free, 
even just just to be a light in this dark time. But that's because I love to do it and it, and it fills my cup. But I also make sure to take time for me. Yeah. We have to have limits. We have to have boundaries. We are not machines. We are human. Mm -hmm. And the, and the, the killing part, um, you think about with new entrepreneurs, is a lot of that time, really, because it's not used in a smart, like, intentional way, it's not really getting them a lot of places, you know? So, like, you, you spend it, like, eight hours, and you can wrap it up in two, go enjoy life. And so, um, I'm a, I honestly didn't understand that at the beginning. Like, I would work, and I gave up, like, a year of my life. Um, so, do you still deal with uh, people who, like, take, like, hours and hours? And how do you say, look, man, <laughs> um, you can do that in two. And do they really buy into it? Like, how do you get the buy-in from it? All the time. And you know what? It's not an overnight shift. It's something that, but it is something that it's like you really, really asking the right questions for them specifically. Because each person's unique. And I, I work on a one-on-one um, -on -one basis yeah. with, okay, how do you really want your life to look like? Let's set, set it up the way that, that can help get you to where you want to go. Like, what's that next level? Like, three month situation looking like what's that six month situation mm. how how do you need to change your schedule you know maybe you're working a nine to five or you have a part-time job and you got your business that you're focused on focusing on growing i help you or manage the time and put your goals into your life mm. and also put you into your life yeah yeah and that was that was my next question uh was about that time management because um you know, in understanding that, you really look at the central parts of what will keep that business going. But then uh, I, I think about my friend who um, has a is a pickle business, right? But but he ships all over the country, all over the world. And so as he brought on a coach for himself, one of those first pieces was how do you take yourself out of picking up and delivering Uncle Simon every week? Or how do you find a driver that goes to Louisiana for you? So set those systems up and then now let's come back and you be the creative. And sometimes it's for, for people need to hear, like they need to be able to trust themselves enough to make the right decision. They also need to read the book E-Myth or maybe they need to read a different book that can help them on their entrepreneurial journey because they're so used to doing all the things mm -hmm. and then shifting into not having to and, and letting go releasing. Yeah. So many people need to, they have a stability and a and it's not a control factor that they they need to have this control. It's not control. It's what control, the idea that control gives them. Yeah. And getting deeper and on on that subject of okay, what is it that you doing this is better than somebody else? Are you the only person that can do this ever? Are there other people that do this? Like yeah. website stuff or anything like that in your business that you have that somebody else could do might be even better at. Might be specialized in. Why are you spending your time on that? Is that is that where your zone of genius is? Mm. I hear you, Coach. Thank you. <laughs> so now another part of that self-sabotaging is um, not facing a problem head on, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think about my experience. Um, I, I just launched a new funnel a few weeks ago. And so I had it going, but then I realized that I didn't target the audience that I really wanted to. So I took it down, kind of reworked it, but... um. I was still getting leads, so I could have just left it going, you know, just like, oh, and been happy with that. But I decided not to put myself out there in that boat. Uh, so I, I pulled it back. 
do you come in and help people with uh those type of adjustments in their building and like for instance in my situation i only waited probably about a month maybe before i realized and i, I and i analyzed though did i wait too late do you come in and help people sooner than that you know it really depends on how much money you want to invest in learning your lesson yeah hmm. you know yeah how how much do you how how much time do you want to invest in that? I would I would really ask that question. How if you know something, I, I get my I get my clients to really trust their intuition too. Um and if you know if, if it was those weren't really your clients, okay. So what I would just ask you a bunch of questions. Yeah. Come on. Uh and then it, at the end of the day, it would be your choice if you chose to do it. Or I'm not gonna tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. I would just help them get to their final destination quicker man that's it now the mind starts the process to any success or failure like so those negative thoughts negative thoughts become the negative actions and the habits the negative internal dialogue is the pattern of self-limiting those thoughts so is there a part of your program that really intentionally weeds out that mental place and um if so and, and that's where you start what does that process look like Absolutely. So really what I do with my clients is I, I look at their schedule. I find out how they're spending their time and then we, we work on their time. And when we do our meetings, we talk about what comes up in their life because these self, these, these things happen over time. It's our subconscious mind wanting to keep us safe. So that's why we get the thoughts of, Oh, I can't do this. Oh, this it's, it's trying to keep us safe. So, and that's why you have so much Dark nights of the soul and, and, and deep situations when you're constantly going through change and you're pushing because change is so uncomfortable and you've got to face things you haven't faced before. So that's there's so much there's such a deep rooted side to transformation. But getting through the, the other side is phenomenal. It's just I help them get through those hard parts. And that's when that self-sabotage really pops up. That's when people start drinking more. That's when people start. I'm just saying like like. Statistically speaking, 19.7 million people in 2017 had a substance abuse problem. Since COVID, that number has increased by 30%. And that is a habit that is not serving you. People call it an addiction. I'm going to just say that it's a habit that's not serving you. And it it might cause you to be waking up later and not finishing things right. So it shows up in other things and and your time off, you spend it sleeping until 12. Yeah, come on, come on guys, come on now. So now thinking about your your experiences, give me the greatest success story today. Okay, so I was working with a woman out in Okay, actually, there, there's two. This was this was a one-time thing that I did. It was a, a workshop that I did. And then I'll talk about a, a client. But um, the client, she was like in California, mother, business owner, and she took on another job because California's taxes are stupid right now. And she was she was dealing with so much anxiety. She she was drinking more than she wanted to. She um she had gained weight. She wasn't being as active in her children's lives. When, when she started working with me, she lost 10 pounds. She, and I didn't even, I didn't even do a weight loss thing with her. You know what I'm saying? She um, cut back on her drinking. She started to really, in the moment, 
-hmm. like somebody broke into her um, location and in the moment she just handled it. She, she was still able to be great, like grateful that, oh, this happened so quick and I was able to turn around and I didn't lose my mind being able to hold your composure because it isn't who you are on your best days. It's who you mm. are on your test days that really tells who you are and how much growth you have. So that was a, that was a really big win for me. And now another one was this was this one time statement that I had said to someone because January is usually a hard month for her because she's had like a few family members die in her life. And I mean, my dad died when I was 20 and I had to pay for his funeral. Um, you know, any, almost any life event that people deal with, I've, almost already done with dealt with it except for like childbirth and um you know a serious like physical attack i'll say americans i've, I've, I've done with dealt with many american problems uh because we're, we're very blessed to be in this yes. country but um i was like have you ever considered celebrating their lives and she told me this month, she's like, you know what? I only had one sad day in January. And I'm like, you know what? To be able for that question, to be able to change how she even looked at a whole month. That is that is 30 days back in her life. From from a statement like that, really, like that to me was was definitely yeah. a look. I, I agree with that. Um yeah, I'd have been through a lot of, of loss. And so, you know, just thinking about that mindset and how will I go forward? I know it took me 30 days to kind of come out of that funk, but you think about that for 30 days and it was one statement, you're right. And um, man, that, it just started from there. Next thing I know, I started the podcast uh, on that 31st day. And so it took it from there, from the tragedy. Uh, awesome, coach. So why women? Um. Okay, so... Because I talk so much on the menstrual cycle mm -hmm. um, and, and help them with that, that's why. Yeah. Um, I can work with men. I have no, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> it's just easier marketing wise to have a specific niche. That yeah. is really what it is. Yeah, that's cool though. Because, um, um, you know, that, 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 uh, for me, dealing with women uh, in elementary school, it's like 100 women, I mean, 100 employees, probably like four guys. Um, and so just thinking about um, those powers can be used for bad or good. And so then I'm glad to hear that you are using those, uh, that you say that menstrual, those menstrual powers. <laughs> well, yeah, it's really, okay, I'll just, I'll go through it really quick. It's really the full 28 days yeah. and how, how like your hormones move throughout the month. Yes. And um, knowing when you're going to be the most attractive is really great for batch filming content mm -hmm. and also speaking and also, you know, just knowing that to schedule your life, that, that's super helpful. Yeah. And also knowing when, you know what, I might just need to give myself a little more grace. I might just not need, I might not be like this day. So I'm not going to overbook my schedule this day. Yeah. Cause I'm, 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 I have a tendency to, to, you know, get pissed off yeah. <laughs> you know, a little quick. So knowing those things and really studying that and working with the science behind it, it's, it's purely science. And it's something that I wish was actually like taught in schools um, is just how the hormones work. Yeah. Um, and, and knowing that, especially in female entrepreneurs, they have that flexibility to do that. 
They do. So I'll go through a few, uh, I guess, list one of uh, three ways to know if you are sabotaging your business. And you kind of give me some of your feedback on these. So um, number one, do you have a fear of success? So what, what do you think about that one? As in uh, if the sabotaging or not? I think that uh, you, you can definitely sabotage if you have that fear. However, why do you have that fear? We got to get deeper. I feel like that's such a surface level mm-hmm. fear. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a deeper reason. Like, well, what type of success? You know, you just you don't want to be a billionaire, but you might want to be a millionaire. What about a multimillionaire? Like, OK, like like where where does it start to get like a little uncomfortable for you? Yeah. You know, mm. And we talked about this one. Um, are you doing what you think you should do rather than what you want to do? So what do you think about that one? How does, how does that uh, say self-sabotage? I think that that also has to do with a lack of direction. Mm. And how do you really know? Like what you should be doing? or And if you if you know you should be doing something, and you're not doing it. Yeah, it, it, that can definitely be self-sabotaging. Look, look I'm telling you. Because uh, like I say, uh, when I looked at that funnel, I knew it wasn't popping, right? I knew it wasn't popping up to my standards. And so then I could keep going because I could say I'm filming. I'm uh, still a principal. Um, so I'm doing all these pieces. or oh, I can take that time. Uh, but uh, a lot of people don't. And I think that's when that self-sabotaging comes in when like, what you should do rather than what you want to do. So I want to go out, but I should be taking this funnel down to make sure I get my business right. And number three, and we talked about this one, are you overworking yourself rather than a delegating and allowing your business to scale? That is definitely self-sabotage. Because why are you doing that to yourself? You're like punishing yourself because you did not wake up dreaming to work all the days of your life. You did not like that is not what you really wanted to start the business for. Most people want to start business for freedom, for impact, for income, not working 24 seven. And so now take us through the onboarding process. Um, I, I see I am a new lead. Um, how does that work from there? So like, let's say somebody see this, they reach out once they get the contact. Take us through their process or the journey. Absolutely. So what I do is I do a complimentary strategy session. I yeah. purposely do that because I like to get to know who I'm working with. Now I do offer workshops on a quarterly basis. I have one coming up March 6th that is called Organize Your Life. And I have a landing page up on my website for that specifically. So that one is a quick, you know, you just click the link. It sends you the notification that, you know, this is the meeting. It adds it to your calendar. And then you just meet me in that, in that meeting. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a Calendly link just like, um, you know, we had. So yeah. that one's like super sim- simple. So I do those workshops quarterly and that's stays up to date on my social media and my um, website. Yeah. And then my, all of the other onboarding for like one-on-one clients, if you wanted to do a um, VIP day or um, anything like that, that would be um, through a strategy session. And then we would really just 
talk about the best way that we can really work together. I don't believe that a one size fits all type of I really want to help my clients have the best transformation and see how I can best serve them. Man, and just thinking about the work um, with women, like you say, just really finding that elite niche. Um, as I talked, you know, I told you I started it out and it was like all about education, but then it evolves and evolves. And so how long have you been doing the transformation? I started my coaching business in 2020 and I pivoted. So at first it was like mindset and social media. Yeah. Like, but now I've gotten more like an understanding of the mm -hmm. things that I do the best. And um, that's, it's definitely been a, a challenge, but one that I have embraced like crazy. I left my full-time day job in October to focus on my coaching business and my podcast. And um, it's been a very exciting wild ride. Now that's courage though. Um, so how was it leading up to what? Oh man. So talk to me about that decision, coach. Like, was it, um, okay, I'm, I'm getting, because you said, when is it enough? So I'm like, I'm setting up this and I'm being able to leave. Or was it like, you know what? Let's go. And you just, well, did. I also had my part-time serving job. I worked fine yeah. dining. Okay. Um, so like, I was like, you know what? There's no way that I can do all of the things that I'm doing yeah. without letting something go. And I mean, I, it was a good salary, yeah. um, but I had faith. I, I'm very, very led by God. I yeah. I am very one of those people that it's like, you know what? God, God told me it's time. So I'm going to just. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, so it was nervous. It's nerve wracking. Oh, my goodness. I drove myself insane. Um, freaking out. My husband had deployed um, for seven months. And he comes back and then I I had like wedding festivities that I was a part of in Florida that I was like there September, October and November, like going back and forth. And um, it was it was a lot. It was a very interesting time. I would not suggest that people do what I did if they did not believe in themselves. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, you you have to entrepreneurship. You have to absolutely believe yeah. in yourself, and there's no right way to do it. So many of us are always like looking for this path or whatever. No, like find out who you are, what you have to offer, and own it, and keep going. Keep going, learn it on the way. Oh, what to say? OTJ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. And so you said 2020, like so that was during the the thick of the pandemic, and when things were happening. So um. Man, like, did you already have plans before that? Or was it just being inside with yourself and kind of on that lockdown to say, you know what, uh, this is what I'm feeling? Because a, a lot of people I know, uh, for instance, like me, it was I went through something. And so then I turned that into this. Or, or was it just like, you know, I think this is time I want to go out and help others. Okay, so I mentioned before how I evacuated from Hurricane Michael in October of 2018. Yes. And we, um, I came here and I was just like working. I, I like, I refused to be in a bad work environment. So I literally like, <laughs> I worked at so many different restaurants. I'm like, this is not for me. This is not for me. Like this, <laughs> I'm, I'm spoiled, I guess, in that, in that sense. Um, and I found like my full-time day job too. And it, it took a while to like figure things out. 
And I got baptized in September of 2019. In October of 2019, I was in a room at, at the restaurant and I prayed before everybody came in. And I was like, I, I was, somebody said that doesn't work. I said, well, I'm blessed and highly favored. So, you know, I'm a new Christian here. <laughs> like, right. And um, it was a room full of entrepreneurs. Yeah. And it was 80 entrepreneurs. I was serving 10 of them and they were there for RT Syndicate. I had no idea what that was. It's put on by Ed Milet and Andy Fr uh, Frisella. Mm -hmm. And Andy Frisella lives in St. Louis. So, anyway, I'm like, I go and I tell the, I find out what they're there for by the youngest end of the table. Then I go to the oldest end of my table and I'm like, I'm going to be eating with you guys one day. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to come with me tomorrow? As a plus one. Okay. And that opportunity lit a fire under my ass. And you know what? It was my father's birthday yeah. on that day that I went to that event. And my dad died when I was 20. And um, like, it was, I always try to celebrate his life yeah. on his birthday and his death day. And his death day is actually tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, but I always try to celebrate his life. So it's just like, there's, this is crazy. And this is such an amazing opportunity. And then Ed and Andy come into my job that night after the event. My job was 30 minutes away from the event. So if that wasn't a message from God, I don't know what was, yeah. but it was just like, that was a sign for me to like start focusing on myself and like start focusing on my, my passions and then in november i um got like this hit like i'm supposed to be a life coach like i'm supposed to coach people i'm supposed to help people like this is just what i'm supposed to do and i started like looking for business coaches and and all the other stuff and in february i volunteered in the bahamas to help out with hurricane dorian relief efforts yeah. i came back in march and i'm like okay i'm gonna start coaching and then you know covid happens i'm like okay so like yeah, yeah. so move that thing online I was like, yeah. that's, that's the whole plan anyway. So I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. Man, that is it. Man, so like um, like you say, just during that time, you had to make it happen. I know so many people who came out on the other side, you know, um, just better at what they were doing. But whenever you get that chance to just sit down with yourself, you'll figure something out if you really about that life. <laughs> and since I had already like experienced so much during the hurricane like we didn't have a house for five months yeah so this go round of covid i'm like oh i got a house <laughs> oh i can be in my i, I don't have to move oh yeah. my I, I i gratitude on a hundred like yeah. so so grateful for everything that um i had and um i was really able to be of service during that time and that's it and so coach as we get ready to shut it down to that person that is out there, self-sabotaging self, -sab self -sabotaging themselves. We talked a lot about what it looks like tonight. We talked about some of the scenarios. What is the last plea, I guess, or, or the last words of advice you can tell to that person to simply change the ways of their actions? You deserve more than what you're giving yourself. You deserve to live the life that you want being the person that you are. And you cannot afford to get distracted in this time. Drop the mic, exit the right, all of that. Look, 
Uh, so much good information tonight. I wanted to say thank you for, for taking some time to just come through uh, and talk about just the goodness, like, because we do overwork ourselves and we think that it's helping. But at the end of the day, like, you, you're setting yourself up for not being able to be your 100% self on the back end because you're so tired. Right. So, uh, so, so much. So give us the information on how do we find you? How do we connect with you? Get the free things on the website, all that. Absolutely. So um, you can find me on Instagram at coach underscore live. I am, um, my website is oliviatmcook.com. I'm on Facebook as Olivia Cook. Um, my Facebook business page is Olivia TM Cook. I have a podcast called The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered. Mm. Um, and I think, oh, I'm on LinkedIn as well as Olivia Cook. Well, tell us the last episode of the podcast, because when you say badass and unfiltered, what what you dropping on there? Okay, so my pod, my last, my podcast that came out yesterday was with a woman um, that is an author, and I honestly believe that her book's going to be a New York Times bestseller. Um, she, we talked about it's don't just sit there, do nothing. Is her book? It's a, a lot about mindfulness, and um, she, her name is Jesse Kinzer. The guest I had on the week la last week was. Um, Marla Bautista, and she has a nonprofit organization uh, for homeless to end homelessness in Tampa. And she's a TEDx speaker. And I, um, she changed my heart. She's the reason I started volunteering um, and, and really like changed my heart posture when it came to homeless people and just realized where I was so much more flawed. Um, so she's that was an amazing conversation. And so it's really just about women yeah. from all over the world just sharing different stories, uh, uh having true authentic conversations. Nice. Nice. Well, I sure appreciate you for taking some time out again uh and for the info. And I look forward to sharing and just getting this out with some of my entrepreneur friends, but also people who uh just need to understand, look, man, don't kill yourself. It just work harder. I mean, smarter, not harder. Absolutely. Uh -huh. And don't compare yourself to others as well. That comparison trap is really big. And you're in your own lane, not anybody else's. Amen. All right, y'all. I hope, man, I hope y'all listen to this tonight. <laughs> All right. This is KT for KTTV signing out. 100. This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 KTTV.